Today, I'm going to give you 10 players who are trending up and three players who are trending down in fantasy football ahead of week 13. These will help you make proper lineup and roster decisions as we close in on the fantasy football playoffs and on the road to a championship. Let's start with our guys who are trending up. Isaiah likely put up a fairly pedestrian stat line in his first game without Mark Andrews. He caught four passes for 40 yards while having a quiet second half against the Chargers. That was enough, though, to lead the Ravens in receiving yards. Likely ran around with 83.3% of Lamar Jackson's dropbacks, and he was second on the team with six targets, which equaled up to a 20% target share. I remember Likely finished as a tight end one in fantasy football multiple times last season when Mark Andrews missed time. So with Andrews out for the rest of 2023, we can expect Isaiah Likely will be a top 12 option week to week. Bijan Robinson has been my little puppet this season. He's done everything I predicted. It's like I got full control, baby. Full control. When I begged you not to draft him in round one, he punished you for not listening. But when he hit his lowest of lows a few weeks back, I declared it time to go buy low on Bijan Robinson. Not only that, I predicted that he would be a league winner by season's end. Of course, it's too soon to say whether that's going to come true or not, but we have seen the uptick in usage that I predicted a couple weeks ago. He is getting more work in the red zone, which has resulted in three touchdowns in the last two games. And he has 38 rush attempts over those last two. The four games prior to that, he totaled 36. And then in week 12, Bijan Robinson had a 30% target share, which was his highest since all the way back in week one. And there's still room for his role and his usage to expand over the next six weeks. Looking ahead to the finished football playoffs, the Falcons have one of the most favorable schedules for running backs. In week 15, it's the Panthers who have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs, then the Colts who have allowed the seventh most in week 16, and the Bears in week 17 who have allowed the 11th most. And that's not even including the Jets in week 13 who give up the sixth most fantasy points to the position. And if you believe Arthur Smith continues to feed B. John Robinson in week 13, then you can play this pick'em on Underdog Fantasy. Lock in your pick now and draft a whole starting lineup for week 13 and use promo code YARDSPER for $100 deposit match and a free mystery pick'em. Jerome Ford may be the most consistent running back in NFL history. Literally, the dude has scored exactly 11.9 fantasy points in three consecutive games. Obviously, that won't be enough to push us to fantasy football championships, but Jerome Ford is trending up. The Browns have seen enough of the dusty old Kareem Hunt, and they tossed Pierre Strong to the side weeks ago. This is Jerome Ford's backfield. In week 12, Jerome Ford played a season-high 70% of the snaps. He also had a 74.5% route participation rate. While that only resulted in 14 receiving yards, Jerome Ford has 12 targets over the last two weeks, and he's going to need to become even more involved in the passing game if Amari Cooper is forced to miss time. And looking ahead to the finished football playoffs, Jerome Ford has matchups against the Bears in week 15, the Texans in week 16, and the Jets in week 17. Both the Bears and the Jets are top 10 in most fantasy points allowed to the running back position, and the Texans are smack dab in the middle of the pack at number 16. Jerome Ford is going to be a difference maker down the stretch. Aaron Jones is hurt again. Earlier in the season, that meant A.J. Dillon time. However, while A.J. Dillon did lead the backfield in Week 12, he had some company from third-year running back Patrick Taylor. Taylor only took three carries and he added one target, but he did play 48% of the snaps to Dylan's 52%, and he ran 15 routes to Dylan's eight. This could be nothing, 
especially when Aaron Jones returns. But it's something worth monitoring, especially as the Packers offense has been coming to life. Everyone was jumping on the Keaton Mitchell bandwagon a few weeks ago, thinking he was going to be the next Devon Achan. While he was never going to be Achan, Keaton Mitchell is trending up. For the first time this season, Keaton Mitchell led the Ravens' backfield on snap share at 46% back in Week 12. He also had two targets, while Gus Edwards and Justice Hill each had one. And Mitchell ran two more routes than Justice Hill and 10 more than Gus Edwards. We know how fast and explosive Keaton Mitchell is, so if this role continues to trend in this direction, he's going to be a difference maker in the fantasy football playoffs. It's happening. It took a little bit longer than we'd hoped, but Jaden Reed is coming alive. Reed is either tied for the most or outright led the Packers in targets in back-to-back -back weeks. And he scored 19.4, 19.2, and 15 fantasy points over the last three weeks. His routes and snaps are on the rise as the team has finally realized he's a more talented weapon than Romeo Dobbs. And it's no surprise that this has coincided with the ascension of Jordan Love as well. Reed's role is only going to go up from here. His fantasy football playoff schedule consists of the Buccaneers, Panthers, and the Vikings. Dearness Johnson has officially taken over as the RB2 in Jacksonville. He played 39% of the snaps in Week 12, while Tank Bigsby was relegated to 3%. He also ranges two fewer routes than Travis Etienne. Dearness Johnson is now the handcuffed roster on the Jaguars. We were buying low on Marquise Brown for weeks in anticipation of Kyler Murray's return. After all, Marquise Brown averaged more than 10 targets per game and 18 fantasy points per game when he and Kyler Murray played together in 2022. Now, admittedly, that advice was not looking good after two weeks. However, in Week 12... Marquise Brown caught six of his 12 targets for 88 yards. And his target share shot up from 12.9% and 17.2% in Murray's first two games to 27.3% against the Rams. Brown also led all NFL pass catchers in air yards with 189, while accounting for nearly half of the team's total air yards in Week 12. Bigger games are coming for these two. Keep starting, Marquise Brown. Nobody has pounded the table harder for Roshan Johnson this season than me. The midseason concussion was a setback, but Johnson is trending back up just in time for the home stretch. The Bears completely relegated Khalil Herbert to backup duties in Week 12, while Roshan Johnson was on the field for 74% of the snaps. His previous season high was 45% all the way back in Week 3. And Roshan Johnson carried the ball 10 times to Khalil Herbert 6, and he caught all 5 of his targets with a 13.5% target share. Now it's only one week and we still have the eventual return of Deontay Foreman to factor in, but Roshan Johnson is trending up, and he needs to be added in all leagues where he was dropped. DJ Moore has been elite when Justin Fields is playing. He's averaging over 100 yards per game, has six touchdowns, and he's a wide receiver three with over 22 fantasy points per game with Fields. And he's top 10 in team air yard share, yards per team pass attempt, and dominator rating per playerprofiler.com. Before we get to the players who are trending down in week 13, if you're enjoying this video and you find it at all valuable, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'm pumping out content like this all season long. And let me know in the comments what you think of this new series and if you found it helpful. It's not full-blown panic mode for James Conner just yet, but we are on high alert. Remember a couple weeks ago when the Jets surprisingly waved running back Michael Carter? Well, it was the Cardinals who claimed him. And then Michael Carter made his Cardinals debut in Week 12, and he played 38% of the snaps. That knocked James Conner down to 42% of 
while Amari DiMarcado played the other 20%. Now, Connor still led the backfield with six carries and five targets, but Carter was right on his tail with four carries and four targets of his own. Carter also ran 19 routes to James Connor's 15. Now, some of this may be garbage time and game script related, but we've been able to count on James Conner getting there for us in those situations in the past. And we know the Cardinals are going to be playing from a deficit more often than not. We need James Conner to produce in garbage time. And like I said, it's not panic time yet, but one more week of this, we will have to seriously question James Conner's fantasy viability moving forward. We've already talked about how Keaton Mitchell's role is trending up. Naturally, that means Gus Edwards is trending down. Not only did Gus Edwards get out-snapped by Mitchell, who's third in snaps behind Justice Hill as well. Edwards was only targeted once and he ran just four routes. Now there's certainly a chance that he re-emerges, but it looks like the team wants to give their explosive rookie a shot to lead the backfield, which will cripple Gus Edwards' fantasy value. David Montgomery is officially game script dependent. Now the good news is the Lions are really good and they will have plenty of positive and neutral game scripts. But while trailing from the get-go in week 12, David Montgomery was outsnapped by rookie Jameer Gibbs 71% to 27%. Of course, he did still manage a productive fantasy day with 15 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. The days of being a safe bet as a top 15 option, they appear to be over. You're not benching him in most cases. He's still going to be productive, but he is trending in the wrong direction. Hey, if you like that video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment on what you want me to talk about next. You can find all my stuff, my rankings, articles, podcasts, more videos like this on yardsperfantasy.com. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app and we thank you for your support.